Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who is this, Jorge? Jay Balvin. Jay Balvin. One hour to go, Mason and Ireland leading you up to Sedano and Cap. I think those guys have a full show today, do they not, Greg? They do have a full show today. Yeah, no Laker game tonight. We, as a matter of fact, Lakers don't play again until Friday uh, when the Toronto Raptors are in town and then the newly resurgent New York Knicks. Wow, I know. They finally lost last night. Yeah. But uh, they come to town on Sunday night. Um, so I, I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan. I've told this story before. The show started when I was in high yep. school, one of the first I think I've seen every one ever. And one of the things I always talk about is Mason and I have both been lucky enough to go there uh, and see the show in person. We have a listener, a guy named Jeff Blake, who's uh, listened to the show since he was a little kid, who now works on the show. Jeff and his dad. Jeff and his dad are both named Jeff. They're like Mason and me. We both have the same names as our dads, so all three of us do. Um, And uh, so Jeff takes care of us whenever we're back in New York and get to watch it. And I always get the question, like, you know, so what's it like? Well, Whenever Jeff, we talk to Jeff, he says, do you want to go to the rehearsal or do you want to go to the live show? So the first time he asked me that, I've been twice. I said, well, live show. He goes, okay, you're in. And then I get there and I start talking to all the people that work there. And they say, you know, if they ever ask you that again, go to the rehearsal. I said, well, why? And he said, because the rehearsal is at 8 o'clock. And it goes two hours, 8 to 10. Mm -hmm. Then they regroup from 10 to 1130 and then they go live at 1130 but the rehearsal includes five more skits and a twice as long weekend update oh wow so you get to see everything they were considering yep putting into the show and then you end up getting a skit cut so for example travis kelsey hosted this past weekend and he did one skit that was in the rehearsal but it didn't make the live show and it was about how Girls really want their boyfriends to be able to pick them up. Yeah, you know, like lift them up in the air, whether they're dancing or you know whatever. Yeah. And uh, and so they did a spoof where Kelsey, uh, Jason Kelsey, and his brother uh, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey are in this. A couple of linemen from the Chiefs are in it, and here was part of that skit. Where'd you get that top? But Jason Kelsey gave me his hoodie, and it's bigger. Because sometimes I just want to be a backpack. And sometimes I want to be a front backpack. And most times we don't want to hear your jokes. We just want to be thrown, chucked, vaulted into space, <laughs> lifted straight up from our butt cheeks, smashed into your chest, folded like paper. And most of all, like you are an immovable, pulsating throne for our tired, weathered bodies. You lifted me up. Yeah, I've been working out. <sighs> Travis Kelsey standing behind the guy lifting. Oh my gosh. The football is you. So the the moral of this story is if you ever have an opportunity to go, don't poo-poo the rehearsal. The rehearsal a lot of times is better because you get to see everything that goes into the show. Plus five things that didn't make it and a twice as long weekend update. Have you ever had a chance to go? I went once when, when Ronda, Ronda Rousey, Rousey yeah. when you were working on those. And I saw the real, I saw the live show, and I know what you're talking about because she told me afterwards there was a couple skits that she did or she pre, she had pre taped that she wished were in. She's like, that was right. really funny. I don't know why they cut that. Well, Jeff was telling us that you know it's really hard on the on like the young writers, yeah. that, because they come up with the idea they really like. It makes oh, it makes yeah. the schedule. Gets into the rehearsal and then Lorne Michaels cuts it, and then so you you do, you know you yeah. your skit that you thought would be in the air doesn't make it. But yeah, it is. Uh, I always tell people it's like an indie car pit stop watching those actors. Yeah. Like you hear some guy yelling two minutes, and then yeah. they're they're com- in a completely different outfit, and then two minutes later they're back on stage just knocking it out of the park. So um, that the the moral of the story is if you ever have a chance to go to SNL. Yeah. Don't necessarily dismiss the rehearsal because you get to go, you get to see more skits than uh, than if you didn't. Um, okay, so here's something else. Remember when uh, Greg, you and Mason argued that Bob Costas was terrible calling the playoffs. He was, 
And M- I said, right? yeah. And I said, he covered, I think it was Indians, Yankees. And I said, you two guys are idiots. It's Bob Costas. Um, you know, you, uh, it, to me, I'd rather have Bob Costas doing a game and get to hear his voice, even if he's screwing up, than I would have some no-name do it. And they're like, no, whoever does the game has to be good. And Bob Costas wasn't good. And I jumped all over Bergman and Mesa. I said, who are you two hacks to call Bob Costas not good? What's wrong? Bob Costas on his worst day is better than you two more. You know, I got all mad. And with Al Michaels in the playoffs and the NFL playoffs. Yeah, and and I got all mad and defensive like I often do and and tried to stand up for Bob Costas. Well, Greg, I'm ready to take the L. Hey, I love that. Because Bob Costas was on Bill Maher's podcast last week and said this. This past October, I did the Yankees and the Guardians uh, in the division series, and I felt like I was off my game. Sort of like a pitcher who still has good stuff, but somehow, as they say, he didn't have command that night. And I could feel it, like in the first five or six innings of the first game. Mm. It's the same philosophy, same approach, but I wasn't nailing it. It didn't have the same flow and rhythm to it. There were a few awkward moments. I hadn't worked that much with Ron Darling, only two or three games. Very smart guy, a guy I really like. You must like like him. He's on on the Mets broadcast with Keith Hernandez and Gary Cohen. They're a terrific group. Okay, so. Not Vin Scully, though. (laughs) Stop with Vin. (laughs) Now, I I don't place much stock in what two or three people say you know, on Twitter or something, because on Twitter, there's no misdemeanors. There's only felonies. Right. But when I knew myself that it just wasn't what I've generally been able to do. So, number one, good for Bob Costas for being honest. And number two, Bergman, I apologize. Thank you. You're not a moron about this, but I'm sure you will be about something coming up relatively soon. But as of... Right now, I will take the L and admit that Bob Costas so, was not Greg, good. I think you're right. Greg, I think you're right. <laughs> exactly. Wow. All, you know, I mean, but John, I, like, I think that I, I'm glad he admits it, okay? Mm-hmm. But also, I, I think it's also um, what's hard about being an all-time great like him right? is that everybody expects you to be great at everything you do in every context, and that's just not possible. Like, so I, I think about this myself when I'm on different shows. Like, yeah. I'm, I think I'm most myself on the radio. I agree because it gives you time. Yeah. So you're like on TV, the number one thing I was, <laughs> uh, yeah. the executive producer at Spectrum Sportsnet yeah. is a guy named AJ Ponsiglione. I know. Who I used to work with yeah. at KCBS for years and years and years. And I, I, he's a great guy. And But I used to joke that 90% of what AJ would say to me was, rap, yeah. get out, hurry rap. up, rap. It's you like know, right blah, when blah, you're blah. right about to make the point, they're like, rap. You're like, no, but. Yeah, and but on radio you can yeah. talk. And, and also like TV values but... TV values not just brevity but um sharp points that that really stand out whereas radio you can make a point but you can tell a story and and give a lot of context and how you got there and all that. So I think I most myself on radio. I think on TV I'm I'm better on like an NBA today than I am on Around the Horn, for example. Right. Around the Horn, I'm fine on, but it's a hot take thing, and and I've never been short winded, and I I'm not exactly like a hot take artist, you know, like the snappy one liners and See, stuff. It's interesting. Like, what would you say off the top of your head of all the roles you play at ESPN? What are you the best at? Because I think it's easy writing. Yes, yeah. I agree. I love when you go long form. Yeah, when I go long form. Now, that's but not to take thing. anything away. Writing from, is hard. <laughs> yeah, that's not to take anything <laughs> yeah. away from your um, radio or TV work. I think you're, you're doing a solid job. Yeah. But w- the world we live in now, I yeah. mean, look at you, look at Sedano. I mean, you guys have to wear, you have to be multi-platform. Yeah. You have to be able to do... What makes a guy like Sedano or a person like you valuable to ESPN is they can plug you in yeah. to different areas and like if they need somebody for around the horn either one of you guys can do it if they need yep. somebody for nba today either one of you guys can do it if they need somebody to write something if they yep. need somebody to do a piece on espn you're expanding into producing and doing yeah. some stuff on the outside which i think makes you more valuable as an employee because instead of having to hire one person to write yeah one person to go on nba today another person to do around the horn you and sedano are doing all three yeah. things you know, uh, yeah, I think that makes I, you guys more valuable. But I also think like what Costas is saying, like he's got to be careful when he's when you're an all time great like him. You can't just go on some broadcast that's not the Olympics or that's not the World Series or something 
and not be good. It like totally cheapens your brand. Like he's only got to do premium things and he only has to do it if he's going to be great. Otherwise, it's undercutting his value. He's Bob Costas. Right. Like, you don't ask Bob Costas to come on and do a Sports Center hit in the morning off a game, you know? Like, <laughs> well, you can you know, ask. I hope you can ask, say but yes. it should be special, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I thought that was interesting that yeah. Costas admitted that. Like, I don't, Greg, I don't think Al Michaels is coming out and admitting that he had an off game. I he did, should. Uh, well, I don't think, he, I, I think Bob. God, such a hater over there today. It's not, it's not a hater. You're like, you're at hating all. on all the old oh guys. Why do you always think I'm hating on everything? I don't hate on many things. This, look, he, Philly, Al Michaels. Philly G over there. Al Michaels <laughs> was bad in that game at the end of the game against when the San Diego or LA Chargers. Well, he didn't get all worked up about the game when he field goal. Yeah. It was very, very low key and boring. And Bob Costas was the same way. I love Bob. I think he's great. I think Al Michaels is great. Yeah. They were bad in those situations. Um, okay, coming up, a couple of things. Number one, my continued quest to get Bergman to agree <laughs> to take calls on this show. I have yet another we example of, yeah, we took McManaman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Charles Barkley has a take about this feud between Kendrick Perkins and J.J. Yeah. Reddick that you are uniquely qualified to weigh in on. Okay. And uh, we'll get into that, too. Ramona Informace, later this hour, Game of Games, Momo's Game today. Momo's Games are always either really good or yeah. just a train wreck. I don't know. There's never a middle ground. So uh, See we'll, what happens with this yeah, one. Yeah, we'll see what happens today. Mason <laughs> and Ireland, ESPN LA. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, today it is Momo and Ireland. Ramona Shelburne in for Mace and... Uh... Ramona's working hard. So um, give me your take on that John Morant news that just broke. He's he's out, they say, yeah. for at least the next four games. What does that mean? Well, first of all, I wish they would keep stop putting like name, games on it. Right. Just say indefinitely. Just say out indefinitely. Yeah, yeah, just say indefinitely. What's your sense of um, if it'll be four or more than four? Uh, I think it'll be more than four. Okay. Um, because I think what's happening now is the NBA investigation is still ongoing. Now, the Colorado authorities just put a press release out today saying that they're not investigating this any further, that there wasn't enough evidence. And I, I could, uh, you know, the other day when they put a statement out saying they are investigating it, they, it was a sort of due diligence. But I could tell from the start that was going to be a tough one to prove legally because, A, they, they didn't, there was no, there was no, there was nothing that happened on scene. Like nobody called the cops when, Ja was there that night. They just saw it on the videos. So you can't. It's hard to punish somebody um, for a gun charge. One, Colorado's an open carry state. Two, right. Um, you don't have the actual weapon, right? So the 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 all evidence at the scene was not collected at the scene, and and also the only way it would be illegal in Colorado is if he was under the influence. But there's no field sobriety test, so you can't retroactively go back and show that somebody right. was drinking. So. I knew that was going to be a hard one to stick, but they still had to look into it. And they've got to answer, until you get a clean answer to this yeah. question, how did that gun get from Memphis to Denver? Correct. When did he get that gun? And did he did he bring it on, as a carry-on onto the plane? Did he right. check it in his luggage? Is it registered? I mean, all these things are going to play into how long he's out. And also, I think it matters to how he, at some point, he's going to have to go before the commissioner. Some point. If it hasn't happened already. Jaw and Adam Silver are going to talk. And uh, people forget this with the Gilbert Arenas situation, which is probably the closest comparison. Gilbert um, 
Gilbert didn't immediately get suspended after bringing the guns to the locker room. It was afterwards when he was like warned about it and they were talked about it. But they, um, he did the sort of finger guns right. gesture while he was on and on the court. David Stern didn't like it. Yeah, and it was like the idea that like you you're not getting it, man. Right? right, like this is really serious. You can't mess around with guns. I mean, this is a league that's done PSAs on gun violence. This is a they really Memphis is a market where they just had somebody killed. Yeah, you know, tragically, very, very by, by law case. enforcement. Yeah, um, and so I think. I think this is not something the NBA is going to mess around with. Like this is going to be a very being handled very seriously. But what you say and do afterwards matters. Like if if he meets with Adam Silver and is very contrite, and the commissioner comes away feeling like, okay, this is this is really caught it got his attention. It's never going to happen again, or anything like this is never going to happen again. But there's a lot of um, there's a lot of other incidents. Like the way it was described to him is like they never stopped investigating after the Pacers incident. Yeah, right. And I. I I have sensed all along, this is an a argument I have with Travis and Sliwa, Travis in particular thinks that this thing is going away fast. I no. think it's going away slow. Yeah. Um, okay. So there has been a lot of talk this week. This all started when Kendrick Perkins came out and, and suggested that the only reason Nikola Jokic, Dirk Nowitzki, and Steve Nash ever won MVP awards is because they were white. And J.J. Redick came after Perk yesterday. Here's a portion of that. I want to, say, I want to just say Does something. Beck gives Stephen you A., I, I, mean, uh, Stephen A I, mean, I mean no offense to you, and I mean no offense to First Take, because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show, where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. You ju- not, yes, you did. I yes, did you did. Not, did. Yes, you did. That I is did exactly not, what you implied, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up We all know what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied just now. Hold on. I stated the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. Okay. So, and it went on for a while. Yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Perk did suggest that. And I like Perk. But he did suggest that the reason Dirk, Nash, and Jokic won is because they're white and most of the voters are white. Um, So, Charles Barkley appeared on a podcast and he said something. He said the reason that that blew up into what it did, the reason Perk said what he did, the reason JJ came out from, is that there is an... ESPN disease and you get asked to go on all these shows I want you to react to this here's Barkley on a podcast yesterday you know I always talk about ESPN disease a lot of these guys when they get on TV instead they're like well I'm on ESPN I gotta say I gotta say something provocative and you know the thing about you always gonna get some fools out there you guys probably got some fools calling in agreeing with him yeah well that's- I mean, so that that's the thing that bothers me at times. Like, I can promise you this. I've never said anything on television just to get clicks. That don't mean I've been right or wrong, whatever. But I've never said something. I'm like, well, I know people going to react and go crazy. Let me say this. And this is what bothers me also. Man, race is such a touchy subject. Yeah. Because very few people have a pure heart is what I call it. We can talk about race as much as you want to, as long as you're going to be fair and honest. But to slander this man in this situation is just total BS. It's just all right. So he's talking about Jokic. He's talking about the fact that was a that was a radio station he was on in Denver. Do you feel Ramona pressure? To say something provocative when you go on all these shows. Yes. And so, I, so you don't, and I don't disagree do with Charles. I, I agree with him. Okay. Like, in other way, I disagree. Like, I, I, he's right. What he's saying is that when you're on ESPN or you're on a debate show, there's pressure to say something more provocative. And I, um, like I said to you earlier, I'm not a hot take artist. That's not right. what I do. I'm a reporter. Like, I'm, I, I, I cover league. I know people. There are times when I can say a lot more, um, off the air, or I can say a lot more on like our show or something like that. But I, uh, I don't want to seem. I, I oftentimes will withhold my opinion in certain situations because I need to be objective when I cover the league. When I, when I cover teams or when I cover players, like 
it's not, it doesn't matter what I think. I have to be straight down the middle. And so what I think, generally, you know, the, the, the thing with Perk, I don't think he was saying that to be provocative, though. I really don't. I think that that is something I have heard for the past two or three years that has gone around as Jokic has continued to win these awards. And I'll tell you, I don't think it has anything to do with him being white. I really don't. I think it's because the first two years that he won were kind of strange MVP voting years. Right. Okay. And this year is actually his strongest case. Of the three, yeah, I think he's, he's going to win. win. I think he's going to win it again. Yeah, I think he's going to win. I think this is actually his strongest case, right? Because well, you know, you know let, me, let me backtrack for a second, because I, I say I think he's going to win again. I saw a tweet from Bill Simmons today, and I agree with Bill. Yeah. He said, there's still a quarter of the season 100%. left. Embiid could go on a tear. Uh, Giannis could go on a tear. Jokic could yep. go on a tear. Even if Anthony Davis keeps doing what he's doing, I don't think he's an MVP candidate because he missed too many games. But those are the three guys. Those are the three. So a little while ago, I think Tatum was in that. Yeah, I it do was, too. It was, it was five. At first, there was Luka was in that. He's kind of fallen off, partially because they got Kyrie. And and, and they've also dropped in the standings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tatum was in that, and then they've lost a couple of big games to the Knicks, and they fall out. But you know what? Maybe they'll go in, on a crazy run too. Um, but I think it's down to those three guys. It's Giannis, Embiid, and, and, and Jokic. And here's the thing with Jokic. He is, um, and, and I, I don't really know where I'm going to fall on this. I have not been like, a, Jokic is the greatest ever. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't want to vote for him the last two years because I, last year I had a hard time voting for him because they they were like fifth in the West. And I've always been one of those people like, you know, I, it was hard to say that he was the most valuable when his team had a worse record than the year before. Like, yes, he has great stats, but defensively he's just kind of okay. Right. Um, and I thought Embiid was the most valuable player because the Sixers had a, a better record. They were really good head-to-head against each other, and Embiid looked better. And he's a much better defender. Plus, I thought Embiid carried the Sixers while ben, that whole Ben Simmons thing was going on. Yep. And Harden wasn't really very good. And I think the only reason that Harden, Embiid didn't win is because Harden joined the team. And it, I don't know, Harden wasn't really that good, okay? So it was just hard for me to vote for a guy on a fifth-place team. This year, the Nuggets are the f- best team in the West. Yep. Jokic is averaging a triple double. He he, you know, he has all his guys back. Okay, but uh, there was a something somebody put this out the other day. Like he, you know, of, of the supporting cast, he's played with the fewest all stars of anyone. Like in terms Jokic of, has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I this is the caveat. I think you know the two years ago when Jokic won, that was the year that Kevin Durant looked like an MVP. Steph Curry had an amazing finish. Got the war like Steph Curry was out of his mind that year, and right. um, LeBron was great, but then he got hurt. It was like everybody was like an MVP favorite, and then they got hurt. And so Jokic was kind of like the last man standing when he won it that year. He was really good, but it wasn't an open and shut case, right? You could have made a lot of this year. I thought I think he has the strongest case of all, and it's hard for people to vote for somebody three times in a row. But let's pause for a minute. The Bucks have been amazing. Giannis has been, they won like 16 in a row. Yep. Um, and then Jokic and Embiid have played each other. And when they played each other, Embiid killed him. Like Embiid was totally well, outplayed Jokic. Michael and they have has, another game at the end of the month. Michael has kind of a radical suggestion. He says, give the MVP to Jokic, but Embiid's the first team center. Put Jokic on the second team. And I said, you can't do that. That's never happened before. And it, I was wrong. Literally, it has happened before. Who? In 1973, Kareem was the first team All-NBA center. Uh Dave Cowens was second team, and Cowens won MVP. Wow. So it wouldn't be unprecedented, but it'd be weird. But that never happens. And I think, like, Embiid is basically like the Susan Lucci of the NBA at this point. I mean, he, like, is always not, he's, like, always second at everything. If you voted for Embiid, I wouldn't I I voted for Embiid last year. I wouldn't call you crazy. Last year I voted for Embiid. The year before I voted for Steph. And this year I'll probably vote for Jokic. I mean, as it stands there right now. Go. But let's see where Giannis finishes. Let's yeah. see where and to, finishes. And to Bill Simmons' point, it's right. These yeah. 25 games should determine it because right Absolutely. now those guys are in a race. When we come back, I will once again, for what feels like the millionth time, try and convince Bergman to let us take calls on this show. And I have evidence. It's next. ESPN LA. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, 
We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mason in Ireland. Momo in for Mace. Momo's game is coming in 10 minutes. And uh, Ramona's games are always memorable. Sometimes because they're really good. Sometimes because they crash and burn. Bergman, what do you think today? Predicting good or bad? I think it's going to be great. Or a good or bad. It'll be good. Yeah. All good. right, I'll go bad. Let's see what yeah, happens. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, well, she's saying okay, so now I want to change it. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, so... I had, I, I'm tweaking one of the questions because uh, something we said on the show. I got to, you know... Ramona, my philosophy uh, on sports radio, this is a conversation Greg and I have off the air a lot. Um, my philosophy on sports radio is that this show should be like sports bar without the liquor. We should have a lot of people coming in and out. We should have a lot of different voices, a lot of guests, a lot of calls. Like McMenamin, he popped in, he had a drink, he left. All right? Yeah, I, I like that. I like hearing from different people in different voices. And I like the listeners to be a part of it. You want some guy over in the corner come in and say hello, you know, take a few calls. Greg, you disagree. You think that uh, that calls and guests only work if they're like perfect, right? No, well, not, I don't want to put words in your mouth. What? Explain no. your position on calls and guests. I think that calls and guests are all have their time and place and it needs to be the right person at the right time. And calls... For the right subject when we're talking about something that it, that needs calls. All right. I'm totally fine with it in certain situations. I just don't want them all the time or just be like, hey, just give us a call on whatever yeah. you want. See, I do. I want. I would like yeah. to have some calls every day. Rather have um, a topic. Bergman has won this argument basically. Okay. Uh, we never take calls. I don't think we've taken a listener call all week and today's Wednesday. Um, but, but I keep trying to work Greg over to my side of the equation. And uh, one of the reasons is, is when people call, they you never know if they're going to say something or <laughs> do something that is going to set you off. Um, there's a show in New York on WFAM, Boomer Sison's on this show, called uh, Boomer and Geo. Geo is Greg Giannotti. And um, somebody called him, Greg's like Mason. He's got a history of, you know, Mason's talked openly about how... He's bipolar. He's on meds. He often suffers from anxiety attacks. Um, Gio is like that. He's in the same boat as Mason. So he has been open about his mental health. Um, So have a lot of professional people now. So somebody called in and called Greg, called Gio, soft. Okay. All right? Ooh. And here was Gio's response. You're soft because you had a panic attack. That's what I've heard. I mean, we have got the most idiotic neanderthal callers out there this is not 1945 anymore man women are equal and people have mental illness anybody else want to bring on something else you want to go anybody want to call up and knock some black people while we're at it let's do that hispanics so we've already taken on women and people with mental illness what about little people want to take them on too today what are we doing you're soft because you had a panic attack. It's 2023, man, and I'm not. I'm, that's not going to hurt me anymore. It's not. So Bergman, just think: if some caller calls up and calls Mason soft, we could get that. Mason could go off, could talk about, could be encouraging people to make fun and mock every race, religion, creed. It'd be great. He would just lose it on the air. That's why you take calls, because you never know where they're going to go. You say what? We don't get those types of calls to make Mason do those types of things, and you specifically would never call anybody out. You would never what go What are you talking out. about? I call you that every day. You call me. You would never call a caller that. I'll call, most callers are idiots. You're <laughs> the one who told me that. <laughs> well, yeah. That's why I want them. So, okay, now, the next time, let's take calls all day on Friday. <laughs> no, no, no. No, okay, I have a proposal. Oh, wait I a minute. A, Why did I get roped into this? No, no, no. This? I, I Greg, want you to be here. It's so funny you went no, Greg, <laughs> it is so funny you went there because I have a proposal. Okay. 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 I think this is what we should do to appease me, and I will give you, the, as the producer of the show, okay. an absolute right to pull the plug on it at any time. Okay. okay. All right. So it'll be your call. I won't even fight you on it, but I think we should try Open Line Friday. Okay, so right. I will agree so to open like phones for- will be open. Anybody can call at any time, and I, as the host, am allowed to take a call at any time. Caveats. Okay. Hmm. If they're an idiot, 
with our bad calls, you need to call them an idiot and you need to say something like, that is the stupidest call I've Wait, ever have heard. You that met was me? so dumb. I think I've said that You're four times moron. today. No, but to me, because you will say that to me, I need right. you to call the callers idiots if you do that. Uh, fair enough. Are, are, or, or I could mock or, Jorge. Or, or mock one well, no. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> mock I have an Jorge. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. Right, what, no, what, not what, an what, entire what, what, show. By the way, before you give me your idea. Where do I stand? Yeah. Who's okay? Be an arbitrator for this discussion. I want calls and guests. Bergman wants those calls. Greg, I think you would agree with me. You want the calls and guests to have a purpose. Correct. All right. A purpose. Um, I occasionally do like calls. I don't like a lot of calls. I think that most of the time we've brought up most of the stuff, et cetera. But I do like to hear from the listeners occasionally. So what I would propose is instead of an entire show, let's have like a lightning round where people get their. They're t- like call it like fifteen seconds of fame, twenty seconds of fame. You get twenty seconds. Know. Go. Well, the All first right, five seconds. We may, is, hey, we this is a, hey, John, a, John and Momo. How hey, are I you? I love you. Great time. And then we All start right. the clock, and we just do one or two segments, like one in the first hour, one in the last hour. Uh, hold on, we got a call on line one. I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, taking line one. Seven, yeah, seven oh, ten wait, ESPN. Who's this? This is Javier, sir. Javier, what are you doing? Uh, working right now. Uh, I have a toy business that I run and stuff, and uh, been listening to you guys. And uh, yeah, Javier, Mr. Javier, you're not an idiot or a moron, are you? No, sir. Yeah, Bergman is the moron and the idiot, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. <laughs> You've already won because you, you called Bergman a moron and an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right because in. you guys should take more callers because get the people involved because of the fact that sooner or later you will get that idiot. That's going to get in a fight with you guys and or an argument, and it's going to boost your ratings, and you're going to get more advertisers, more ratings, more money for you guys. So, yeah, Bergman is an idiot. Yeah, thank we're you. Living, we're living in thank 2001, you. apparently, and this Did you hear that, Craig? More, more, more. Yeah, you got one we're guy. Like I, be, I guarantee you there are more people that are listening that will be, they'll say, please, no calls. Okay, to your, Zero. All right, to your point, every time we you and you and I get into this, <laughs> yeah. and Greg and I get into this probably five, oh, yeah, I've, I've six heard times it. a year. <laughs> okay. It really is. Greg, I think you would admit this. It's the only disagreement we have yeah. ever. We're and, both UCLA fans. We're both Raider fans. We're both parents. We get along great. Like yeah. Bergman and I hang yeah. out. We're doing, we're, this is it. This is the one unresolved dispute that John Ireland and Greg Bergman have had since we met. Here's the thing. I also don't think, I don't hate the callers, and I don't think that calls can work, but at the same time, most people want to hear you, the personality, more than what the caller thinks. If you, Joe and Glendale is not going to give a better point than what you and Momo are going to give. Uh, Joe and Glendale might not, but I thought that guy, that last guy, was excellent. Well, yeah, because he called me an idiot. And a moron, <laughs> you know, which was great. All right, so, and we'll get a bunch of response. Here's the funny thing. Every time we bring this up, if I'm being dead honest, uh, more people agree with Greg. Like I get, I get, yeah. a bu- I get a yeah. bunch of tweets. Uh, Greg, do you get these tweets too? Like, for God's sakes, don't take calls. Callers are yep. morons. Yep. Don't do it. Blah yep. blah 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 blah. All the time. Um, and I, I actually want to hear from the people. And look at this. Every line loaded. Okay, every everybody <laughs> that's on on that's calling in right now, call on Friday. Bergman has agreed. Open line Friday. We're going to take calls all day on the show on Friday. Uh, we'll drop. Oh, them in. this could be bad. We'll sprinkle them in all throughout the show. <laughs> I may make a point of it to take at least one call per segment. I don't know. I we'll see. But the fact that I've gotten Bergman to relent for even a day is a good thing. So uh, although I'm. I'm Although I'm now regretting giving you veto power and telling you to pull the plug because I think the first, See, this is, the first bad call we get. I know. He, no, here's Greg's the thing. just going to lose it. You said you're not, you not going to argue with me. I know. You I take can, one call. Like, That's it. We're done. I know. Can I take Over. that part back? <laughs> you're gonna it's like when Mason asked me to read his horoscope. Okay, I'm going to tell you. If one person, if one person says, how are you? I'm going to say, that's it. It's over. It's okay. done. So when no Greg, When Greg screens calls, wow. he all the time. Yes. Like he does this without fail. Uh-huh. He's a good call screener. He goes without fail. He'll go, okay, please. He'll even say, like, you'll call in and he'll, yeah. say, he'll say, what's your name? Where are you from? You'll say, this is Ramona from Studio City. Okay, Ramona, what do you want to talk to the guys about? I, I want to weigh in on the John Morant thing. Okay. Do me a favor, please. He asks nicely even. He goes, don't ask how they are. They're fine. Yeah. We'll take the call. All right, let's go to Ramona in Studio City. Hey, Ramona. Hi, guys. How are you? 
I mean, it's the most without and you watch Bergman's head hit the table in the other room. Like I always say the same thing. Don't ask them how they're doing. They're doing fine. Yeah, and, go right and, to your point. And, and it's like you're watching Greg's head hit the so table, funny. and it's like George Costanza dealing with Steinbrenner yeah. on Seinfeld, and it's like so good. He goes, and, and you'll hear him go, "I told him twice. I said, please, they're fine. Don't ask how they are." <laughs> Oh, it's already coming in. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've always nailed this topic. Uh, Callers and guests are horrible radio. I know. Shows much more entertaining I know. without them. People, yeah. people support you more than me. I'm if trying to, to stand up for the people. I'm trying to stand up for the people, and the people are lining up behind you. But Ooh. we're doing it Friday anyway. Let's All do right. it. Coming up next. Look forward to these every time because we never yeah. know what we're going to get. It truly is like a box of chocolates. Ramona Shelburne's <laughs> Game <laughs> of Games. And it's next, ESPN LA. Uh. No mace today, uh, Momo in Ireland, and Ramona has the game, and uh, joining us to play is the one and only Scott Kaplan. Hi, Cap. All How right. are you? Hey, hey, Scotty. Wait a minute. Yo, yo, yo. There he is. There we go. Now we got you, Cap. How are you? Oh, I'm in the house right now. Don't uh, worry yeah. about me. Okay, beautiful. All right, Momo, what do we got today? Okay, so today in honor of International Women's Day, that's March 8th every year, um, I have a game where it's going to be, this is all multiple choice. I was going to do- Hold on, Sedano just walked in. Let's in him play because he's having a good month okay. too. Sedano right. actually Sit has the lead this month, so George, I'm putting you in the game. Okay. So I think this will, be a, this will be kind of easy, kind of hard, okay? It's okay. like- it's. By the way, happy International Women's Day. Thank you, right. thank you. Okay. Although, you know what's funny? Like I was thinking the other day, they brought us all in to do all the NBA shows, you know, and- um, um, so that Give was it like a, a female nice, flavor. Yeah, it was, it was all all women on our NBA shows today on NBA Today and Countdown and all the games are female crews. And I was like, you know, maybe they should, in honor of International Women's Day, maybe they should give us all the day off. That's actually a better <laughs> to argument. celebrate Women's Day, you guys take a day off. <laughs> I, 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 I would, well, you know, Mason would support that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, right, okay, so uh, I did multiple Is choice. Is your name your brother? Okay, multiple choice. Multiple choice. I, I was thinking name his brother, but some of these are too hard. Okay. okay. So, uh, multiple choice. Nine questions and a tiebreaker. Ready? Mm-hmm. We're going to start off. Okay, here we go. Uh, Mother Teresa was a prolific Roman Catholic nun. Was born in which country? A, India. B, Poland. Or C, Albania. John, you're first. You're first. Uh, I'll go Albania. Okay. Uh, uh, let's go Sonato, uh, since you're sitting right here. Okay. India. All right. Uh, Bergman. Albania. Jorge. Poland. And Cappy. Yeah, I'm also going to go Poland. The answer is Albania. Boom, Sedano. Sedano gets it right. Is he the only one who got it? No, me, I got it. I said me, India. Me oh, and, oh, oh Greg. Greg uh, got oh, Albania. Oh, Greg. And I, I knew one other person guessed Albania. Okay, Greg, me and you. Okay. All right. This woman became the first black woman to win an Emmy for Best Actress. Is it A, Angela Bassett, B, Viola Davis, or C, Carrie Washington? Uh, Let's go Jorge. One. Davis. <laughs> okay. You're going Viola Davis. That's so random. Okay, you're going to Well, because I got him in an order. Okay, go. Uh, Greg. Angela yep. Bassett. Okay. Uh, the next one is me. Yep. Um, who's the third one? Uh, Carrie Washington. I'll go Carrie Washington. What was the category? <laughs> Just first person to win. First black woman to win an Emmy for Best Actress. I'm going Carrie Washington. Uh, Cap. Um, give me the first one. Angela Bassett. Yes. Angela Bassett. Serrano. Carrie Washington. The answer is Viola Davis. Yeah. Jorge really? got it. For How to Get Away with Murder. 
Uh, oh, see, because I thought that the other two won an Oscar or yeah. was nominated for Oscar. When you said Emmy, Emmy. that's why I went Carrie Washington because yeah. she was a TV yeah. actress. I thought it was for, when did she play the fixer in the White House? I thought uh, that Scandal. Was yeah, yeah that, that, that was a good one, too. Yeah. All right, okay. score is uh, Briones, Bergman, Ireland, all won uh, the afternoon shows scoreless. So okay. on, George. Let's go. Let's pick it up. Which ancient civilization gave women equal rights to the throne? Was it the ancient Egyptians, Romans, Incans, or Mesopotamians? Greg. Uh, Egypt, Romans, Incans, or Mesopotamia? Uh, Mesopotamia. Uh, this one's me. I'm going to go Incas. Okay. A cap. Yeah, I was also going to go C, Incas. All right, George. I'm going to go Egyptians. All right, Jorge. Romans. Who is it? It's Egyptians. Boom, Sonata, you're on the board. Yeah. That's, that's the only Everybody thing in my mind. But cap on the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I legitimately have not known any of them. I'm guessing at everything. Yeah, Cleopatra was the only person I yeah, knew that, that was, was like a ruler. That, <laughs> yeah, was, that was, was good. A woman back then. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. In the 2016 movie Hidden Figures, about three female African American scientists who worked at NASA during the space race. Yeah. There was a mathematician, an engineer, and a computer scientist. I'll give you their names. Which of them is the computer scientist? Okay. Is it Dorothy Vaughn? Katherine Johnson or Mary Jackson? Dorothy Vaughn, Katherine Johnson, or Mary Jackson? A, B, or C, Cap? B. Uh, that is... Katherine Johnson. Okay, uh, Sedano. Dorothy Vaughn. Okay. Uh, Jorge. The first one, A. Okay. Uh, Greg. Katherine Johnson. I will also say Katherine Johnson. The computer scientist was Dorothy Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Katherine oh, Johnson was the mathematician. All right, Sonano's coming on strong. All right, He's Mary Jackson is the engineer. I got it too. Okay. okay. Uh, what is the name of the all-female group of park rangers that protect wildlife in South Africa against poachers? Are they the tigresses, the pride, or the black mambas? Uh, Sonano. The pride. Uh, it is Jorge. The pride. Greg. Pride. I'll also say pride cap. Black Mambas. Black Mambas it is! Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, look yeah. it up. On the board. Yeah. You yeah. thought that was the joke one, right? <laughs> the All joke right, so not on Brion. Black Mambas yeah. in South Africa. The pride would make sense, yeah, too. It totally though. would. Yeah. The two Georges have the lead. They <laughs> yeah. have two each, and then the rest of us have one. I'm happy. I have fun making up like the wrong answers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Oprah Winfrey is the first African-American female billionaire. Which part of her body did she pierce to celebrate her 51st birthday? Her ears, her belly button, her nose, or her tongue? Okay. Uh, this is this is Brionis. Okay. Ears, belly button, nose, nose or, or tongue. tongue. Ears. Okay. Greg. Uh, nose. I'm gonna go belly button. Cap. Belly button. Sedano. I am also gonna go belly button. The answer is ears. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ears pierced. Yeah. You got it. Good job. That was good. Jorge, who won yesterday, has the lead. Um, in 18, How many are left? Uh, three more. Okay. Oh, we got plenty of time. I got okay. a chance. Okay. Still got a chance. In 1893, this country was the first to give women the right to vote. Was it Norway, Sweden, or New Zealand? Uh, since there's only three left, Jorge, you go first. New Zealand. Okay. Uh, Greg. Sweden. Uh, I'm going to go Norway. Okay. Cap. Uh, I'm going to go New Zealand. Uh, Sedano. Sweden. The answer is New Zealand. Yeah. Wow. Slack system yeah. over there. Oh, oh my oh gosh. Brionis. Wait, there are two left? There's two left. All right. Bergman, Cap, Cappy, and I are out. So just no. me and Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh. And he's got a two and lead up. Yeah, two he's got lead. a two lead. Two. All right. And I'm going to do the easy one first. Okay. okay. I'm going to do right. the easy one first, and then I'll leave the hardest one for last. Okay? okay. Which amendment to the United States Constitution granted women the right to vote? The 14th Amendment, the 13th Amendment, or the 19th Amendment? George, uh, George Brionis. Brionis goes first. Uh, 14th. Okay. 19th. 19th it is. Boom. All right. That was supposed You're to be the easy one. You're not dead yet, Sedano. <laughs> All right, one more. Okay, the last one. Uh, Greg, this is for this was written for you. Oh, for in me. In your continuing quest to find an heiress. Oh, that's right. I looked up the richest women in the world All right, Bergman, I'm putting you back in the game just so this? you can play just this Just so you can play this one. It has okay. no, no meaning, but you're in. Sure. Okay. Is it Miriam Adelson, who is one of the heirs to the Adelson fortune, Jacqueline Mars, one of the heirs to the Mars family fortune. Alice Walton from okay. the Walmart family. Yep. Okay. Or Jacqueline, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Or Francois Betancourt Myers, who is the heir to the L'Oreal skincare cosmetic brand. All right. Bergman, you go first. A, B, C, or D? I think it's the Walmart 
Okay. The Waltons. Now, yes. now, uh, <laughs> Brionis. I'll go Mars. All right, Sedano, don't go Mars. I'm going to go the L'Oreal brand. Okay. Who is it? It is the L'Oreal brand. Boom, <laughs> Francois Betancourt Myers of France is currently the richest woman in the world. Okay, that means <laughs> tiebreaker. Tie tie 68 years old. Okay, 68 years old, $74.6 billion. Wow. Whoever wins go. this. I mean, makeup. Whoever wins it. Whoever yeah. wins this win is ahead in the month. You guys have both have two. Everybody else has one. Yeah. Okay, so this um, is for the lead. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, is this something they got to write something down with? No, no. And, okay. and and you have to go the opposite. So this is, right. I wrote it this way. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the world has 65 million more uh of one sex than the other. Okay. 65 million more of one sex than the other. In other words, it is not 50-50 between right. men and women. Yeah, right. Yeah. Are there more men or women in the world? Well, this is a terrible tiebreaker because they could both give the same answer. Okay, I'll do it a different way. No, no. But I'll, go ahead. We'll, we'll I'll see. Do, no, I'll do well, it a different way. Well, maybe they'll go opposite. Uh, Brionis? If you want me to do it, do you want to guess the number? You just you said the number. No, 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 no. I can do it a different way. All right, go ahead. Which number is there for the one that's the highest? No, 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 no. Oh. Okay. I mean, I can say how many, do you, do you want to know how many women there are in the world? Do you want to just guess how many women there are in the world? Sure. I mean- I have that. Okay. Don't say anything. <sighs> okay. All right. Brionis, write it down. Okay. Wait. Here we go. Hold on a how second. Okay. That, that one's tough because, I, I mean, I know how many people approximately there are in the world. Well, how many? Then, yeah, okay. Go about, go about 50% right. and cheat a little bit. I, by yeah. the way, there's more women than men. Okay. That, yeah. That's, that's not true. That's, there's more men than women? Yeah, there's more okay. men than women. Right, so there you go. Go a little less than 50%. <laughs> Both of you. All right, tell me when you okay. got a number, George. You got right, one? Got no, one. Don't, don't tell it to the me. Closest? Yet. Okay, you're, we're going to have to do math. Okay. No, no, no. no, no, no we'll, we'll figure it out. All right, I, I see what... Okay. <laughs> it's like on Jeopardy. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Brionis, what'd you write down? 3.8 billion women. What George say? says 3.4 billion women. Brionis! Yeah. Wow! 3.9! 3.9 billion! Wow. Wow. Wait a minute. There are 3.9 billion women in the world, and you guessed 3.8? Yeah, got it right and wrote it. He wrote it. That's he it. wrote it. It's written down. Yeah. My mic was on the whole time. What do you want me to do? That is close. remarkably close. We were very close. close. Well, I mean, Sedona wasn't that far off. Well, I yeah. 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 victory is a victory. Brionis, <laughs> you have the lead. Yeah. But you might win the month. Hey. Yeah. Brionis! How many people are on the, the, yeah, many people are on the planet? What was the number? Nearly seven and a half billion, right? Yeah, or something. that's right. Or se I thought seven, so it's seven and a half because yeah. he got it right at 3.9. So it's, there it's, it's, so it's like 3.905 billion. Yeah, so yeah. I thought it was, it was only seven still as opposed to the number you just gave. So that's why I went less than half to John's point. That was pretty good. Million. Yeah, there's actually wow. 65 million more men yeah. than females. Right. Did you guys uh, Did you guys talk about this yesterday on your show? Toilets! No, we were going to talk about it today, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I'll leave this in there for you. Yeah. So, wait, wait how, but by the way, was it, was it a bad game? I was that was a good game. game. It was okay. That was yeah. a good game. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was, this some was people, one of your better ones. Yeah, I mean, everybody <laughs> got one somewhere. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, Momo's games are always really good or really bad, so that was a good one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know any of them. I didn't know not one answer. <laughs> yeah, you got one right, though. I think I got two, but they were just pure guesses. Yeah. That's so, why we had to go multiple I choice. mean, the 19th Amendment was the easy one. That you was right. the easy one. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. so the question is... Mm. <laughs> what is the question? <laughs> just play so the that, sound again. How many yeah. toilets are there at Crypto.com Arena? No, is no, that what you no, want? No. no. Toilets! 1,160 <laughs> toilets and urinals! Three times the NBA average number of toilets and urinals! We do not want people waiting in line. We want them to get back to their damn seats uh, at the end of the half before the game. Clocks. All right. I love it. I do too. I'm Let me tell you something. You want to know what the biggest problem I have with Crypto.com Arena is? One bathroom, uh, uh, two urinals in the media bathroom. Well, there's that. And number two... When you and Careful I are doing when you a, number these. And when you and I are doing a game up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no bathroom for in, us in our immediate area. Right. We gotta go with the gen pop, basically. And yeah. we gotta wait. Is that a new wow, what are you wait, in prison? Wait, wait. <laughs> we gotta go with the gen, gen pop. pop. No, right. and if you right. have to come right back, that's actually an issue. Yeah. But it here, is. But but here's the the important question. George Sedano, I'll put this to you first. What do you think the conversation was like when they went to Kawhi Leonard and said we need you to stand behind Steve Ballmer at a construction site while he says this. Toilets! Wait, how did they get Kawhi to show up for that thing? Kawhi gets paid a lot of money by Steve Ballmer. That's why he gets there. Do you there. think he gave him a 
A little bit of a side. That's uh, uh, no, a big violation of the collective bargaining yeah. agreement. Oh, I, that's maybe true. He's got you know his what? Own maybe private he gave toilet. It. But here's here's the real did question you, you that we're not. It's like his own toilet, like a Toto. <laughs> yeah. Like what, kind, yeah. what kind of toilets are we talking about here? Yeah. Well, those Totos, like Yo, Trude- man. Trudell was telling me he's got Totos. He's telling me you got to go buy them. You got them. Yeah. You don't even have to buy the whole toilet. You just get the seat. Yeah. Trudell says I got to get the one with the remote. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, wait. I want to talk about this. Hit the super stager. That is Scott Kaplan from the Beyond. Uh, Sedano and Cap coming up next. Momo's here. Bergman's hanging out. Brionis is here. Um, all right, let's get back to the toilets. Um, <laughs> because now we've stumbled into an area that's, toilets! that's oh important. Uh, you have a toto on how many of your toilets? Two. Okay. And I'm and eventually I'll have them on all of them. Are they identical <laughs> totos or is one different than the other? Um, they're identical. They're, they, you, you just get the seat. Okay. You don't. You can just take any old toilet. Okay. okay. So you don't have you to replace up, the toilet. You're right. just replacing the toilet seat. Yeah, and, and like if you got a whole Toto toilet, it'd be like five thousand dollars. Okay. No okay. Way, really? But if you just get the seat, it's like four hundred. No. Toilets. Yeah. Now, Cap, you are, uh, for lack of a better term, openly honest about your uh, toilet issues. Right. Toilets. Do you have a Toto? All right. So let's. Uh, I'm glad you're asking this because uh, Ramon, I could actually run this by you a little bit. Yeah, I know. I know a thing or two about this field now. I do not currently own a Toto. Neither do I, although I have two in my garage that I'm too lazy to install. Just call them. Install. Hey, hey, hey. How are you going to install them? How, you, you got the manly skills to install those things. I've, I've, I've installed a toilet seat before, but this has this is, like electronics and yeah. plumbing. It's not as hard yeah. as it sounds, but you okay. could talk you could about I'll, 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 I'll so, call Power Pro Plumbing. They'll know so, what to do. Yes. So here's the thing. So um, my girlfriend has a beautiful house. In this beautiful house, in her master Ra- bedroom, Ra- Rachel has Toto's. Uh, she has like the super high-end deluxe Toto, but caveat only in her master bathroom. Uh huh. Okay. Now, now here's the question, Cap. If yeah, you're watching I, a ball I, I game over there, will you walk by a regular bathroom just to go to the master so you can use the Toto? Well, this is really where I'm going with this. Yeah, I, I know where it is. Yeah. I don't really use that all that often. Because I don't want to do personal business in that particular right. lavatory, if you will. Yeah. Now I will say this: like before we go to sleep, when I, you know, when we have a little adult sleepover action, right before we go to bed, I will sit on it, clean out the back door, and then like come walking out and going, "Gosh, I love this Toto, man! Is it great? The water's now, hot. It's you know, so." What he's kinda- saying is he does when he stays over at his girlfriend's house, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to go number two. Yeah. Right. In her master bedroom. Okay, but Momo, right. for people that don't know what we're talking about, explain what a Toto is. First of all, is the seat warm? Yes. Okay, so it's, it's a heated seat. <laughs> so I stayed at a hotel in San like, Francisco yeah, recently. It's like a bidet, one. right? It shoots it's water like instead. So you don't need to use toilet paper. You don't need paper, to use right? toilet paper. Well, so it's you eco still friendly. Gotta dry yourself. I mean, it does have like a blow dryer action. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's got a blow. It's got. It's got. So a, it's George, got a you water had, you had a Toto in a hotel. Yeah, in San Francisco recently. And then, and, but is there one, is there one at the Sonano Mansion? No, we don't have the one with the uh, warm seats or anything like that. No. All right. I, what I'm saying is, you. This sounds like a game changer for me. It is. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, I got one in the same thing. Cap, I put it in my master bedroom because, like, once I try one, the thing is, once you try it, you're like, oh, I kind of like this. And like, mm-hmm. I've had people come over to my house and they'll go, man, that what's that warm seat is really nice. So then I said, I can't just have it in my bathroom because go. nobody's gonna. Wa- I don't want random right. guests going over into my bathroom right. just right. to go number two. Right. Right. So I put I put another one in the like the sort of main bathroom that if you come over for dinner or come over for a visit, everybody community, can use. Community bathroom. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like I should be like an endorser. Like yeah. I need to get like I think so many people have come over to my house and said, Oh hey, what's that thing with that, that warm seat there? Yeah. Man, it's really it's kind of a it's eco friendly, right? You don't need as much toilet paper. It's so nice and it's like it actually has kind of spoiled me to the point where like when I'm on the road or something, I miss it. Yeah. Um, all right. Johnny I, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yes, sir. If you get one of these. Yeah, I have two in my garage, Cap. Right. I'm just too lazy to put them in. And it's warm on your tuchus, right? Yeah, yeah. right. And then, you and then you know, you get the water to shoot up there Hell and do yeah. the whole thing, right? Bring it on. It's you're, really good. You're likely to take your laptop into the bathroom thereafter because you don't want to get up. To, to go do the full Steve Mason? Yeah, yeah. right. 
Uh, by the way, has anyone else heard from Mason? Mason claimed to Sedano earlier in the week that he was no, going to do No, but you know what? He's posting minutes. Culture Pop podcast yeah, every other on. day on, well, his I think website, somebody on his else, Facebook page. I think somebody else might do that. but uh, Still. He, he claimed from <laughs> he was absolutely 100% going dark. Mm-hmm. Then he, after one day, texted Sedano and said- About a trade. It's yeah. too hard to go dark. Oh, he definitely replied to the fantasy baseball chain that we're oh, talking about with when our it. draft is going to be in. Was that the today? Minim- or was today. That, okay, so yeah. He's and the still, minimum in- he lied, the minimum Now he's innings. lied about you're going back a, half, league, Ramon. a half hour. Yeah. I yeah. explained that league. Um, yeah, so uh, here's the question I want to ask Sedano and Cap. I am obviously a shameless Lakers apologist who works for the team, so I'm quite excited about this little run they're on, mm-hmm. um, that they've won six of their last eight games. Um, although, I don't, I'm don't, i not relaxed. I don't think they're in. Well, I don't think you can be relaxed, yeah. <laughs> even the play-in. How much confidence, Sinano, am I allowed to have about this little streak they're on? No, they're playing well. Um, they're playing well. Uh, all different facets of the team, for the most part, are, are functioning well. In regards to just kind of like the big picture stuff, the shooting is, has been good. Um, the defense has been good. AD is playing like a monster. Um, yeah, I, I think that they're – and I think Darvin has coached the team well. And I think Darvin has pulled the right levers in regards to the rotation at times, particularly at a challenging time with injuries. Cappy, percentage chance that I call any type of a postseason game this year, whether play-in or playoff. Not 100%. 100%. Don't be ridiculous. 100%. Yeah, of course. Now, now they're going to get in. You're going to be like, no, see, 100%. They, no, if they lose Friday, they've dropped to 13. I know, Dude, exactly. Yeah. Dude, they're going to get in. And and when you look at how the standings are and how bunched up everybody is, and that's been something that obviously everybody's been talking about for a long time, now that they've worked their way up to ninth place and you just look that they're only like two games behind fifth or sixth place. Yeah, two you, games out of the six. Right, the wor- you, should, you should be really excited, John. The worst and, thing that could happen is Toronto wins tonight because they got robbed the other night. In, in Denver. You mean Toronto beats the Clippers? Yeah. Why is that bad? Because the Clippers, because they, we get a Right. If you loss. if they lose again, if they lose two in a row, yeah. then they're they're due for a win. They're good now that they got Pirtle. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, and, well, here's the other thing. The Clippers are a terrible first-round matchup for the Lakers, even in a right. play-in yeah. phase. I don't want yeah. the Clippers, and yeah. I don't want the Suns. Right. Nobody else scares me. I know you're very high, George, Denver. on Denver. Yeah, I don't think they can beat Denver. Um, but they have beaten Denver twice. But they're going to be – Memphis is the team that they need to face. Uh, or I see they have a good record against Golden State. Yeah. Um, I also am not scared of Sacramento. I think they're no, a young No, Sacramento team. for sure, yeah. Um, but the two teams I don't want, I don't want Phoenix, and I don't want the Clippers. Yeah, I would avoid them, and and I would still say Denver. But, um, yeah, I, I just think that they match up pretty well against all those other teams. I would take them in a series pretty much against any of those other teams. But Memphis, even with even with Ja, like, I would feel fairly confident that they can win that series. So, um, neither one – you didn't go to the game last night, right? I did not. Okay, so uh, – I did, I did. And, John, let me tell you something. This Pau Gasol thing that happened at halftime – Yeah. I'm driving down to South South LA. It's like in the fourth quarter. Anthony Davis comes to the free throw line, and you have got your mind on Pau Gasol. Oh, I know. I think I called him Pau a couple times. You freaking called Anthony Davis Pau Gasol. Pau huh. Gasol at the line right now. Yeah, and, and Ma- then and you actually like, made a you made a what? joke about it afterwards, which was really funny. Uh, How did Slee do on the big spot? Fine. The big toss. The timing was a little off, but it wasn't his fault. Okay, and uh, he did well. I Cap, I when did you leave? Probably left about, uh, I'd say, early in the third quarter because I wanted to listen to you and see if right. I could make it all the way home by right. the time the game was over, which S- I did. So I'm not sure why. I think it's because I have a – I'm very fond of Pau Gasol, and I think it's because of the way the Lakers executed the night. But, Cap, that is one of the five favorite Laker games I've ever worked. Yeah. I just thought the way that he handled himself. Yeah, he's yeah, so classy. He and great. then the one thing, I'll, I'll play this. It's only 40 seconds, and I love playing sound for Sonato and Cap. Yeah. This was how it, how it started. And I thought when I heard Kobe's voice and specifically what he said, I thought yeah. Powell was going to lose it. Yeah, this no. was the very Everybody f- lost yeah. it. Like Lawrence Tanner came on and he said, I teared up watching it on TV. Direct your yeah, attention yeah. to the video board. And then this is what played on the video board. This is Vanessa Bryant. It is my honor to introduce my dear friend Powell tonight. Powell was special to Kobe as a teammate, as a man, and as a friend. Pablo, Kobe predicted you and he would be together in the rafters. Here's a little video I want you to watch.
There's no debate. I mean, how when he retires, he will have his number in the rafters next to mine. Uh, the reality is, I don't win those championships without Powell. The CWA doesn't have those two championships without Powell. So we know that. Everybody knows that. And I really look forward to the day where he's there giving his speech at, at center court in front of all the fans who have supported him over the years. So it's going to be an awesome night. So you hear this voice from beyond, crazy. this voice from heaven. From and, when he was at the Oscars yeah, many years and, ago. Right. And they hand them, and they say, and ladies and gentlemen, here's yeah. Pau Gasol. And Pau teared up, guys, yeah, watching in that, the yeah. first quarter yeah. Yeah. when they were playing videos during yeah. the commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, there's no way this dude is going to be able to speak. And for six minutes... He was flawless. Yeah. yeah, he hit everything he was supposed to hit, and he, he was almost great. cried a couple of times. He right? But he, he kept it close. together. Yeah. But I mean, I was looking around the Ooh. building, and there were people tearing up. Oh, I was. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, no I was notes. watching no notes at all at home. And when that video played, and he, oh, that's when oh. he really almost broke. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that was the closest he came to breaking. I even teared up just because of. Like, first of all, it, I mean, I don't have the nobody, you know, nobody in here had the relationship that he had with Kobe, number sure. one. Um, and then it just also brings me back to that day, right? Like, all these things start to conjure in your mind um, when that video is playing and you see his reaction that way. Um, yeah, it was look, the Lakers have taken a lot of grief over the last couple of years, and, you know, most of it has been fair. But the one thing the Lakers always do great, okay? is the big moments, whether it's... Yeah, I always Le- say nobody does ceremony like the Lakers. Correct. Look, the, whether it was LeBron's thing the a couple weeks ago, whether it's this thing, like the, nobody beats the Lakers at this stuff. And uh, I was talking to uh, one of my bosses today over there, and he said, you know, it's life as a Laker fan has been pretty good. If you grew up as a life as a Laker fan, you know, when Dr. Buss on the team, they were in the finals half the years he owned the team. He owned the team for 30-plus years. I think they were in 16, 17 finals. Um so we're used to a certain standard, he said. But every once in a while, you need an event that connects you to what has already happened previously. And that was last night. You yeah. looked around the room and it, like, George, how about Jimmy Butler, who played with Flew him in across Chicago the country. Yeah. for one year, that had a amazing. game in Miami on Monday night. And has one tonight. Shows up yeah. in L.A. And then right after the ceremony, he flies back to Miami. He's going to play a game tonight. Right. He left at halftime. Yeah. yeah. I mean, good so for him. And so did I. So did you. You Scott and Jimmy Kaplan Butler. and Jimmy Butler yeah, were yeah. walking out together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Except, yeah. except he went on a PJ and you went in your uh, whatever your car you're driving today. That's right. And, yeah. it just, and I drove Chris back to Anaheim. Yeah, yeah it just, you look at a, at, at the history that unfolded with, and, and like some of the older Lakers, like Kareem and James yeah. Worthy were there. Jamal then, Wilkes. Right. And then his teammates, you know, guys like Derek Fisher and Jose Meta Calderon was there. Then, yeah, his Spanish teammates. Juancho so. Hernan Gomez yeah. was there. Uh, Bo Cruz. Yeah. Was Juan Carlos Navarro there? I think he was there. Oh, yeah. let me tell you, Juan Marcus Carlos Na- Navarro, I wish he would have stayed in the NBA longer. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even one season, right? You just like saying his name. Yeah. Right. But Say he was again. a baller. Say Juan Carlos Navarro. Yeah. Yeah. But a baller. Yeah, I I just thought the whole <laughs> the whole ceremony was perfect. But John, yeah. you know what? You talk about how lucky Laker fans are. This has not been thus far. It's not over yet. But this has not been what you would call a great season, right? It's been a lot of highs and lows, a lot of ups and downs. Sure. You know, a lot of controversy along the way. Too many injuries, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But as a Laker fan, whether you're there in the arena or you're at home watching or you're listening on the radio, in the last two and a half to three weeks, you've had LeBron James become the all-time leading scorer and have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar standing there kind of handing off that that mantle, if you will, you know, like passing it on, you know. And then on the other hand, you had this Pau Gasol moment last night, which, you know, listen, it, it was as much about the relationship that he had with Kobe on and off the floor as it was just purely about how great he was as a player in the championships that he contributed to. And when you think about that, you know, the, these last – what was the date of the LeBron event? I'm trying to think of how many weeks ago it was. But think about that. With everything that's gone on February this 7th. year. Yeah, with everything that's gone on this year, to have these two milestone events happen in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Hold on. Amazing. Can I can I interrupt you for one second? John and I did the exact same thing. Laura, you are my Latina sister because you are so loud. We could hear you through <laughs> we could hear you through. You were talking, I turned around and go, who glass. is Laura talking to in there? Yeah, soundproof glass. <laughs> we double sided. Yeah. Yeah. We turned we both looked up like, yo, who is talking Oops. that loud? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't curse. Laura, I'm she? a loud talker no. too. So I, I I you're with me. Oh Don't my God. Happy International Women's Day. 
Gracias. You no yeah, to you and Lindsay. You have no idea what this woman did to her man last night. I won't talk about Excuse it yet. Excuse me. I'll, I'll wait until hey now. Hey I'll wait you. until we get on the air, George. I love it. Yeah. But what Laura did to her boo last night, I mean, you talk about the power of women on International Women's Day. Mm. What she did to her boo last night, I'll save it till we get on, but um, pretty shocking, frankly. Oh, okay. good. Good. So that's uh, that's coming up on uh, on Sedano and Cap. Hey, did you watch any of the World Baseball Classic yet or no? I've, we've had it on. I, was, but, I watched uh, last night. The, the first game. I watched the watch? Netherlands and Cuba. I watched it uh, I watched it till about the 7th or 8th inning, and then I fell asleep because it was already pretty late. Who won? Uh, the Netherlands won. Really? Yeah, because most of the guys are from uh, Curacao because it's, an, it's a, oh, yeah. like a territory. That's where Kenley Jansen was discovered. Kenley Jansen. So they showed a picture of Kenley Jansen, yeah. a video of Kenley Jansen when- uh, Who's the, the catcher? Ne- 2007, right? Yeah. He was a catcher for the Netherlands when they beat the Dominican Republic. Yeah. And, they show, and he looked so different. He was wow. so young. Uh, it, it was incredible to watch, but yeah, it was. They beat um, Cuba though. Uh, the Netherlands beat Cuba yesterday. Yeah, what's going on in Cuba, man? The yeah, Cuba's supposed to yeah, win Cuba's this. They're old. Their group is yeah, old. Normally hard uh, to yeah. beat. And right. it's the first time Cuba is playing with their uh, you know traditional team mixed with the major leaguers. Oh, yeah. So Cuba's uh, got to win this. Come who's on, the Netherlands got? The, you know, the, you know who the favorites. Uh, Jonathan are? Scope, Didi Gregorius. I bet you I could give you guys a guess who the favorites are, and you probably wouldn't get it. It's it's weird. Oh, I would say. Hold on. If I was gonna say, how about Japan? No, that's a good guess because they have Otani. That's not it. I would okay. probably say. Hold on. Venezuela. Venezuela? Nope. Puerto Rico. Nope. Korea. Nope. Uh, Japan. Nope. U.S. Okay, I got nope. it. I got it. I got Go ahead, it. Cap. Israel. Nope. <laughs> no, that's Come on, not my right. Israeli So brothers? what's that? Six, seven guesses you still didn't get yeah. it? It's the Dominican Republic. Oh, uh, no, that I would get. I, I, that was too obvious. If, I would have. If uh, you go to Vegas and bet, they are the favorites. Oh, I didn't pick them because they were the obvious choice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, smallest country, I think, in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, but they have the most baseball players per capita of anywhere in the yeah. world. Sedano yeah. yeah. so and Cap coming up. Crosstalk, presented by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Stay tuned. Sedano and Cap next, ESPN LA.